mystery Aunt Mortis. Sent to discover the origin of a mysterious distress call, Obi-Wan Kenobi, Anakin Skywalker, and his Padawan Ahsoka Tano are stranded on a distant planet. There, they discover three beings more powerful with the Force than any Jedi have seen before. The father keeps a fragile balance between his daughter, who allies with the light side, and the son, who drifts ever closer to the dark. With his strength failing, the father asks Anakin to stay and take his place, preserving the balance between light and dark. But after passing a perilous test, Skywalker refuses. Now we find our heroes about to depart for their journey home, or so they think. Once again, Bucketheads, Mavar Tigar. Welcome to the 118th Familiar Familial Fighting episode of Mandovision. Nargai Tom, and thank you so much for checking out this small, independent Star Wars podcast. Remember, of course, the best way to reach out to us is on social media at Mando underscore Vision, Twitter and Instagram. You can email the show, MandovisionTom at gmail.com. Please be sure to like, subscribe, and share the show with all the other Mandalorians in your covert. If possible or so inclined, remember, five-star reviews, so insanely helpful for small independent shows like us, and we truly, truly appreciate your time and effort on that front. How is everyone doing? Happy New Year's Eve, right? I think that's when this is dropping. And uh, yeah, we're going to roll into 2022 uh, with so much Star Wars on the horizon that that I don't know how we aren't all just freaking the heck out uh, between everything coming to Disney Plus this year the next wave, the next phase of the High Republic novels and comics. Um, it's its just, as usual, it is a just a wonderful time to be a Star Wars fan. And we're going to spend all of 2022 talking about all the various forms of media that Star Wars is taking over. You know, we will spend time with the comics, we will spend time with the books, and, and, and so much more, because, hey, that's why we're here. We love talking about this stuff. And I can't wait. I'm already chomping at the bit to, to get to... Uh, talking about the second half of War of the Bounty Hunters, which I'm, I'm sure most of you have, have already read at this point, but I'm looking forward to having a conversation about it because uh, so much has been, go- been going on with that series of sub books. But that's not why we're here right now. Uh, you know, we are here to continue our Star Wars: The Clone Wars rewatch series, and we are in we are in the middle of the Mortis trilogy. So we are here for episode, excuse me, uh, season three, episode sixteen, Altar of Mortis, and yes. Our plot for this week's episode, before the Jedi can leave Mortis, the sun abducts Ahsoka and infects her with the dark side. 
While Anakin faces his Padawan, the daughter reveals to Obi-Wan the only weapon that can defeat her brother. The Dagger of Mortis. Scary. Scary stuff. Alright, this week's episode directed by Brian O'Connell. Written by Christian Taylor. The previous writer for the Mortis episode. Our cast this week, Matt Lanter as Anakin Skywalker. James Arnold Taylor as Obi-Wan Kenobi. Sam Witwier as the son. Adrian Wilkerson as Wilkinson, excuse me, as daughter. Ashley Eckstein as Ahsoka Tano. Lloyd Shear as father. And Tom Kane is our narrator. The uh, Jedi fortune cookie for this episode, he who surrenders hope, surrenders life. Uh, it's, it's uh, again, we're going back to hope for Star Wars. Uh, hope is a line that Anakin evokes in this episode. As as things seem dire, we, we seem to find ourselves in a bit of a situation with our characters. Again, uh, the sun forcing Anakin into action. Uh, Ahsoka taking a turn to the dark. We get to see a version of Ahsoka that we hadn't seen before, infected with the dark side. Uh a version of Ahsoka that is, uh, again, all, the, all those negative characteristics that the dark side embodies. You know, uh, the, the, there's a um, an anger, there's there's emotional volatility, and and uh, a sort of um, um, I don't know. I, I don't want to say she's like you know super cocky or anything like that, uh, because that's not quite sure. But I mean, it's just this, again the the anger, the emotional turmoil, the the all that stuff that she directs at Anakin, all of her frustrations. You know, letting all that out and not not adhering to the ways of the light. Interesting stuff, really fun stuff, some good visuals in this. Uh, one of the things we didn't talk about in the first episode of the Mortis series was uh, the sun's look. And I think a lot of fans like myself had had a similar reaction the first time we saw saw sun on screen. A very, a very familiar visual style to that of Darth Malak from uh, the Old Republic video game. From, from the old Xbox game, the old Bioware game, that I think is now on every platform available to you. So if you haven't played Knights of the Old Republic, it is just a, a classic. And, and uh, you know, I know the MMO is still a big deal. But, uh, yeah, Darth Malak, you know, the stripes on the head, reminiscent of that. And the sun has just a really great dark side look. You know, between the the, the stripe, the tattooing, whatever it is, and the, those coal black eyes with the piercing red pupils, uh, just very, very evocative imagery and uh sam whitward has a wonderful performance as usual uh his talent as a voice actor is just off the charts you know i think most of us star wars fans know and appreciate him uh, the most for for his turn as darth maul uh but the things he does in the smartest trilogy uh and then his, his turn on the, for the light side as as uh, a star killer in the in the force unleashed video games uh that that's sam whitward just a talented talented guy and uh he seems like a nice fella too which hey that's really good stuff all right, let's get into this episode. I'm excited to talk about this one because a lot happens in this episode. A lot gets thrown at us. Again, we spend some time dealing with the the constructs of of the dark side, of the light side, maintaining the balance of the force. Again, we're focusing on the balance of the force, Anakin's role in that, and it, it, what's so interesting about this, the this series in particular about about these three episodes uh, is 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 sort of is less to do with Jedi and Sith. You know, they talk about that in the first episode. They'll talk about more that more in this episode. Uh, as, as it's sort of like the Jedi and Sith are are institutions in, in which the Force, for Force wielders, I suppose, but it is not the Force. It is not, it is one philosophy, the Sith and the Jedi. These are, these are philosophies. This is not um, a, a, a pure 
version of the force, if you will. And that's what, that's what the father, the son, and the daughter seem to rep, rep, excuse me, represent is, is sort of like the pure, unadulterated, unfiltered, you know, no philosophical boundaries put in place uh, other than the concept of light and dark and how they must balance each other out. You cannot have one without the other. Um, interesting stuff. I, I love this stuff. You know, there, there's you often get more questions than answers from, from these sort of episodes. Uh, but that's okay because that's part of the fun of having the conversation. And that's what we're going to do in this one. So it's that time. You know what time it is. Strap on your buckets. Let's go. You must know I will never join the dark side willingly. How simple you make it. Light and dark as if there is one without the other. Aligned, you and I can restore balance wherever we go. Peace to the universe. By becoming a Sith. Never! We will destroy the Sith! And the Jedi. How about that voice performance by Sam Witwer right there as the, as son uh, channeling a little Ian McDermott when he's, when he's saying Jedi and all that good stuff. You can hear it in the performance. Exciting, riveting stuff. And that's uh, that's Anakin having a, having a uh, sort of a vision slash chat <laughs> through the force with the sun as the sun is about to strike. Make sure that, that the Chosen One can't leave the planet by taking Ahsoka as his prisoner. And this leads to a, uh, a pursuit scene with the Jedi in their starfighter pursuing the sun while he's in his uh, beastly giant bat form uh, with Ahsoka in his, in his little foot talons. And this ultimately leads to the Jedi crashing their starship into the surface of the planet and thus sort of stranding them, right? It also puts the impetus on the ship uh, as this plot sort of uh, moves forward. The, the crashed Jedi starship will be central to Sun's plans in the third episode of this series uh, because, uh, yeah, he's going to want to leave and he's going to need that Jedi starfighter to get, not starfighter, Jedi ship to get the heck off of Mortis. There's something about the way Anakin has the, like, the look on his face as he's sort of conferring with himself before the sun reveals himself because uh, it's Anakin talking to Anakin and, 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 and the sun as Anakin, you know, using the title of the Chosen One uh, Anakin sort of has like this smirk on his face, and it's uh, it's interesting to sort of read into that a little bit. It's also interesting the the conversation, the words he uses. I would never willingly go to the dark side, and and there's a lot to unpack in that sentence uh, because obviously it's something that that Anakin has has considered, as we talked about in the in the previous episode when he's having the conversation again with the son. In, in the guise of his mother, uh, he talks about his guilt and his feelings, uh, the, the darkness that was in him in those moments. Uh, so Anakin choosing those words is, is sort of uh, fitting and fateful all at the same time. And uh, yeah, puts it, again, we put Anakin in a, in a bad position. We know that. We know Anakin's fate. We know his position. But again, the, the word choice is interesting. Interesting is all I'm going to say. Uh, let's hear as Obi-Wan and Anakin attempt to, to uh, hatch a plan a course of action to rescue Ahsoka. Uh, Anakin has one idea, Obi-Wan another one, and oh, what a big surprise, they disagree. Let's check it out. We must hurry. Anakin, this wasn't a mistake. He brought us here for a reason. We must not get involved. Any conflict here could have dramatic repercussions for the universe at large. I don't care. 
He's too powerful for Ahsoka. I won't leave her alone. We are in the middle of something we don't truly understand. We'd be wise to confer with the Father first. There's no time. This is what he wants. To divide us. It's my fault he took her! You must feel how strong this part of the planet is with the dark side. The Father will know what to do. He can't help us. And so our Jedi will go their separate ways as Obi-Wan pursues his course of action to seek out the Father and his, his aid and counsel or, or assistance. And Anakin will be the one to mount the rescue of Ahsoka Tano as he feels very, very responsible for what has occurred. Uh, this is when we will check in next with Ahsoka as a prisoner and, and at the Sun's uh, Tower Fortress here. And, and she meets a little gargoyle creature um, who, surprise, surprise, is the sun in disguise. And, and just as Ahsoka thinks this, this little creature is here to help her, to aid her in her escape, uh, he bites her, infecting her with the dark side. And that will lead to a ominous confrontation. So back at Father's Tower, we see that he and the daughter are in a, a contemplative, meditative state, deciding what to do next. And we, we find out as, as the son arrives to confer with his father that he has done something he is forbidden to do, and that is to interfere in matters of the Force. Uh, again, the interesting terminology, interesting wordplay there, as, as these are beings of the Force. And to sort of, again, it, it seems, again, the, the, the son is attempting to manipulate things to himself. I want to play the dialogue, the conversation between son and father, because it is, again, interesting and illuminating all at the same time, despite how dark and twisted it is. So let's let's listen to this conversation. And again, the sun is the is the embodiment of the dark side, and those negative emotions, those negative feelings, come out in this conversation. You've chosen the dark side and allowed it to feed your anger and desire for power. By bringing the chosen one here, you've shown me my potential. You've only yourself to blame. Do not do this, son. Do not become what you should not. Be strong, I implore you. Or else I will be forced to contain you. You look frail, father. I am not dead yet. Well, perhaps I am tired of waiting! I hate you! That's a very familiar sentiment that uh, we have heard Darksiders use in the past, uh, specifically Episode 3, and uh, from Anakin's lips this time around. Uh, what you heard there, in case you don't quite recall, that is the son unleashing red force lightning against his father and sending him uh, crashing down the stairs to land at the feet of Obi-Wan Kenobi, who's arriving on the scene. And Obi-Wan uh, rather surprised to see the father just sprawled out with that red force lightning dancing around his body and uh, the sun at the top of the stairs. It's, uh, yeah, I think Obi-Wan, again, realizes that he, again, he has said it in this episode. They do not quite understand. They are in a situation they do not quite understand. Uh, and Obi-Wan is the embodiment of that. Now, what's going to happen next is he's going to try and get some understanding from the daughter. But it, it's very uh, interesting, like in the last 10-ish minutes or so of this episode, uh, Obi-Wan just becomes like a bystander. <laughs> and, and uh, you know, he tries to aid Anakin against evil Ahsoka and all these things. But as as the situation sort of spirals, uh, Obi-Wan doesn't have a lot to contribute, uh, which is very, very, probably very frustrating for Obi-Wan, I would imagine. 
So father is down for the count. He's not dead, not out of the picture just yet, but he's incapacitated. So daughter chooses to aid Obi-Wan to, in an attempt to stop her brother, the son, from amassing more power of taking control and throwing the balance out of whack. Uh, so she takes Obi-Wan to the altar of Mortis, where we get to hear a little bit about what awaits Obi-Wan down there. And again, Obi-Wan sort of, I don't know if confusion is the word I want to use, but his sort of lack of understanding for the for the gravity of the situation around them. Let's check it out. I can go no further. When you reach the altar, it will give you what you need. I... I don't understand. He who wields the blade will be able to control my brother. And so Obi-Wan goes to recover that blade. And recover it he does, which leads us into our big, massive confrontation between so many powers, uh, specifically Ahsoka versus Anakin. And again, it, all those all those negative feelings, all those all that sort of repressed anger, repressed, uh, we'll just say with anger, in Ahsoka comes out, is unleashed on Anakin. And um, I don't know how much of that I want to play. I might just play a little snippet for you. What do you think? Let's do that. What's wrong with you? Always with the criticism, Master. Never really believing in me. Trusting me. Well, I don't need you anymore. Ahsoka. Ahsoka, listen to me. He has done something to you. Snap out of it. This isn't you, Ahsoka. Isn't it? I feel more like myself than I ever have. He asked me to give you a message. He said, if you don't join him, he will kill me. <laughs> I won't let him. Then you will be forced to kill me. So this is where our big action set pieces begin. We have the daughter squaring off against the son. We have Anakin and Obi-Wan squaring off against evil Ahsoka. And there's a lot of really great action sequences there. The stuff with, again, with, with, with daughter and son, very interesting. The way she uses the Force, a lot of redirection of his own powers against him. And uh, it's it, again, it's sort of again a very light side methodology of attack, and it's uh, defensive by nature, much like the way of the Jedi, right? You know, you're watching uh, two Jedi knights score off against Ahsoka, but they are in a very defensive position as well. They not, are trying not to hurt their friend; they're trying to save their friend. Uh, so we're we're seeing the aggressive nature of the dark side coming out in these battles against their opponents. Now, Father will return to the fray. He is awakened from his, his, his chamber, restored. He comes into the battle. He separates son and daughter from each other. And this is exactly what, what son wants because he's been amassing power. He's been feeding off of the battle from Ahsoka and Obi-Wan and Anakin. It, it's fueling him. It's, it's building him, his strength. And he's about to unleash all that power against Father with more of that dazzling red lightning strike. And Ahsoka, under the sway of, of Sun, is is about to uh, take a, a decidedly bad course of action <laughs> in that uh, as Anakin, as, excuse me, as Obi-Wan is attempting to toss the dagger from the Altar of Mortis to Anakin, it is intercepted by Ahsoka, who is then going to take it to the Sun and turn the tables on our Jedis, on the light side. Uh, but there's a consequence for that. We see the selfishness, the... Manipulations of the dark side come into play as Ahsoka is about to. Again, she thinks she's ingratiating herself to a new master. No, no, no. Uh, Sun will do exactly what he promised to Ahsoka, and 
we're gonna hear that right now. Let's check it out. Everything has transpired exactly as I planned. You showed them the altar? I am sorry, Father. I didn't know how else to stop him. Give it to me, child. Ahsoka, no! Thank you. Your usefulness has come to an end. No! And that was the moment when Ahsoka was killed by Sun. So what we're going to have now, we have Sun with the dagger, and he's going to attempt to stab Father with it. And the the metaphorical significance of the, of the, of the Son killing the Father, usurping the Father's role, uh, in an attempt to sort of unshackle himself. Uh, again, a lot of meaning there, a lot of contextual stuff that you can infer from father-son relationships throughout the ages. Uh, but it's very, very interesting. Again, this, the, the father was the balance, and now the dark can reign supreme, right? And that's what we're talking about with our, with our force allegories. And instead, as the son goes to make the killing blow against his father to, to unleash himself upon the galaxy, uh, the light steps into play. Daughter steps between her father and the blade. And this upsets the son's plans, but the opportunity is still there because the balance is now, again, thrown, thrown askew. There's no light to keep him in check. And so he flees. He's going to make his play for the ship. That's where our third episode is going to go. But we have to, the Jedi can't just pursue. They are stunned by the loss of Ahsoka, by the devastating... Uh, turn of events that has cost Anakin his Padawan. And again, Anakin's unwillingness to let go. He attempts to... to uh, He pleads with the father to save Ahsoka Tano. She... Uh, excuse me, father says that he cannot undo what has been done, but the daughter with her with her last breaths will save Ahsoka Tano. Because using Anakin, again, the chosen one, as a conduit for these force powers on Mortis for the daughter, from the father. Again, really powerful imagery, the way that's shot, uh, looking up at Anakin, the father over him, and this, 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 this tree that is sort of decaying and withering uh, behind them. It's really, again, very powerful stuff. A lot of, a lot of interesting symbology in this episode, too. Uh, I am not a symbologist, so I can't tell you what a lot of it means, but they catch... Uh, there's a lot of imagery that you, can, you, you see in, in shots in transitions. They focus on... Uh, symbols in, in the walls, in the windows, um, that sort of convey the importance of what's going on, the, the lightness, the darkness, and the balance between the two of them. That's sort of like the, the reoccurring main theme with the symbology, as far as I know. Again, not a symbologist. If someone has any other theories on the, on the symbology, please let me know. I'd love to hear it. But yeah, so the, the daughter will save Ahsoka Tano. Ahsoka will come back to life, and... Um, put our heroes in a very precarious situation heading into the third episode of the, Mort the, uh, the, the Mortis trilogy. But let's hear those final moments of this episode. Actually, before we play those final moments, I, I wanted to play this clip. As Ahsoka is, is still dead and, and the father grieving for his, the passing, the soon passing of his daughter. Let's check this out. Can you help her? There is no light. The evil has been unleashed and the dark side shall consume her. You must help her! 
I cannot undo what is done. There is no hope. Yes, there is. There's always hope. And there you have it. There's our Jedi Forge cookie right there. He who surrenders hope surrenders life. Obviously, very directly referencing the fact that if Anakin were to give up hope, that is the end for Ahsoka. But, good thing about hope, I've heard uh, rebellions are built on them. So, good news for the hope front. The hopeful, if you will. And this is the moment where uh, things step into play. And Anakin, as this conduit for the force powers of the father and, and Mortis itself, and with the assistance, the life essence of the daughter, will save Ahsoka Tano. And the, the effect on the rest of the galaxy will be devastating. As the balance in this world crumbles, so shall war escalate in your galaxy. As my son has descended into the dark side, so have the Sith gained strength. We will stop your son. No, you must go now. He needs your ship to leave the planet. You must leave before he can take it. What about you? I shall mourn all that I have done. And all that is yet to be. And there it is. The final moments. Our heroes stalk off Ahsoka back from the dead. And they must track down the sun. Prevent him from taking their ship and leaving the planet. That would cause the galaxy to be torn asunder by the dark side, by warfare, by conflict. And again, they, you, he, said, he said it right there. The Sith have gained power as well from this action. And uh, that is something that cannot come to pass. Or, or at least not as long term. Especially if the sun were to, were to be out into the galaxy. So they must stop that. We know the cloak of the dark side has fallen on the galaxy already. Uh, imagine the, 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 the chaos, the, the, uh, the bleakness if the sun were to join the fray in the galaxy proper. Uh, so yes, that is that is where we stand heading into the third chapter of the altar of the more of excuse me of the mortis arc. My goodness. And yeah, I can't wait to wrap this up uh, on Monday. That's the plan. So yeah, or not excuse, excuse me, not Monday. It'll be Tuesday. I, I'm still in I'm still in the old uh, train of thought as far as the shows go. We might get back to Monday soon, but it's it's still it's still Tuesdays for at least another week. All right, so that's where we, where we wrap up. This is, again, another rock-solid episode. I love this one. The third act is fantastic. Uh, good action stuff, good force philosophies. Uh, again, again, sort of... I, I like the sort of reduction of, of the the Jedi and the Sith to basic ideologies, and, and that, the, that the, the force itself is so much bigger than those ideologies. We, you know, we only scratch the surface with these episodes, but I like, I like that implication. I like that, that sort of, uh, um, that sort of understanding that is passed to us is like, the Jedi and the Sith are just two ways of doing things. We talked a little bit about that in relation to the Night Sisters, uh, and it's something that goes back to uh, some of the old expanded universe stuff. There's, there's a, a series of books where Luke's going around the galaxy and, and going back to talk to all the different Force-sensitive beings, beings he has encountered who ascribe to a different philosophical bent than that of the Jedi and the Sith, and in, in an effort to broaden Luke's understanding of the Force. Now, he never gets to go to Mortis, at least not as far as we know in, in, the, in, the, in the new canon. Uh, maybe he does at some point. Well, not to Mortis, but you know what I mean. <laughs> he doesn't have these, these moments uh, that, that Anakin has, that Obi-Wan has, to, to sort of broaden his horizons. 
again, maybe he will in a new book. We, there's there's more to come with with, with Luke in, in uh, novels that are coming out next year. So we shall see what's to come to pass on that front. But yeah, I, li- I really enjoy that stuff. I, get, I love getting into that mythology, that mysticism. And again, another nine buckets on this one. So good. This trilogy is just really, really powerful stuff. Uh, and again, you, you got to see Ahsoka die for a moment. Uh, again, if you were, were, you know, if you're invested in the show, you, you think that's not going to come to pass. But again, these things come with a price. They come with, uh, with a uh, obligation, a responsibility. And we, we'll see more of that in the third episode as Ahsoka begins to realize what occurred, what happened to her, and, and how that's going to affect her moving forward. So, uh, yeah, Nine Buckets, a great episode. The Mortis Trilogy, really solid stuff. And we're only in the middle chapter. We're in the second act. And, and Anakin, again, spouting off hopefulness. I love it. it. It excites me. It's good stuff. And I can't get enough of it. So, yeah, check this one out for sure. All right, that is the episode. That is our review of The Altar of Mortis. And what's going on next with the show? Well, you know, we're going to get that third chapter out for the Mortis arc. We will continue our Book of Boba Fett reviews, and we will attempt to stay on schedule as much as humanly possible. Again, stay stay posted on social media, or stay tuned on social media for any postings from me that may affect our uh, uh, schedule and, and release dates and things like that moving forward. But as far as I know, at this, mo- at this moment in time as I record, we are on schedule. We are on time. We're A-OK. So... Those social media channels, once again, at Mando underscore Vision, Twitter and Instagram. Email the show, MandoVisionTom at gmail.com. And another reminder to please like, subscribe, and share the show with all the other Mandalorians in your covert. Uh, what else we got going on? Oh, as you may remember, I have I have talked about it a little bit already. Uh, we do have a Patreon page going on. You can check it out. It is, you know, the link is in the in the is the, the link is there in the show notes. Uh, you can click on it. I think it's like patreon.com slash MandoVision. So easy peasy if you want to go check it out. Uh, you will have access to the bonus content that, that exists on there from uh, the TomCast podcast. Uh, but eventually, it, it really starts to take shape in January. And that's really when that, that Patreon is going to be more geared towards um, the, the, the supporters of MandoVision. And that's when we will start doing the shout-outs as well for anyone who does uh, want to become a Patreon supporter. I'm currently calling the Patreon supporters of this podcast uh, the MandoVision Maniacs, but I'm still workshopping that. Please hit me up with your suggestions. I'd love to hear it. You know I'm a fan of alliteration, so uh, keep that in mind, but if I, if you got the hot ideas, the hot names, bring it to me, please. You know, this again, the social media, at Mando underscore Vision, Twitter, and Instagram. But again, another reminder too, if you don't want to do the Patreon, don't worry. This show stays exactly the same, Okay. It's free, free, free. That's all that matters. All right, let's get out of here. We're going to be back to close out the Mortis arc next week. Happy New Year, everyone. Have a great night. Uh, have fun. Be safe. Be careful of the Omicron and and every, any other germs that are lurking out there. I mean, you don't want to catch the flu either. Gross. No one likes being sick. It's, it sucks. All right, but watch out for the other things that go on New Year's Eve, too. It's amateur hour. I'm staying home. <laughs> I, uh, I have plenty of, of quality beverages to consume on my own premises. I will be here, uh, maybe watching Star Wars, maybe watching Book of Boba Fett yet again. All right. Happy New Year's, everyone. I will talk to you all in 2022. Remember, this podcast can only end one way. This is the way. This is the way. This is the way. This is the way. I would like to see the baby.